It is day 25. It has been fantastic. I pray that you as well have been enjoying this 31 days of wisdom and that you've been growing in wisdom. And listen, it's here. It's in the catalog. So you can go back and revisit as much as you need. I'm really excited about today. I think I said about every day because it's awesome to see how God moves with wisdom and also to know that this is offered to us for us to have today. I'm breaking up into specific verses. There are a lot of verses that we're going to cover, but there are two things that equal the theme for today. And the one is that how God addresses and deals with pride in us. So not to estimate or believe ourselves to be more than who we are. And then also how we are supposed to speak. So speaking, listen, we're in, <clears throat> excuse me, we're in a decade of the mouth. That's a part of what the Hebrew symbolism is for this decade. And we are supposed to, in fact, be speaking. However, we have to be careful just because we have certain things doesn't mean we have to say them, but we also have to make sure that we're estimating and testing that which we're speaking. Is it truly in alignment with the plumb line of Yeshua and with the spirit of most high God. That is going to be the crux, probably one of the top three things that we're going to either rise or fall on this decade. And the positive thing about this is that God has sent an invitation to all of us to get out what's in our hearts, things that we have hidden, things that have been secreted, things that maybe we have pushed down and denied, or I never saw this, you know, this can't be me, things that, that have been blinded to us so that we're now confessing these th things out of our mouths. It looks like a hot mess. It's been very messy, even from the sons of God within the church. It's been a hot mess. There have been times where I myself... Now, for the most part, thankfully, the Father has humbled me and has allowed me to reel back and dial back a lot because I was prepared for this ahead of time, like many of the prophets or prophetic people who, you know, understand times and seasons. But that doesn't mean any of us are above reproach or any of us are above being in full alignment. And at some point, we're going to be met with our emotions this decade. We're going to be met with what's in our mind, our intellect, and we're going to be met with what's in our will because they have to align. Remember, that's a part of what's in this year, 2021, the crown or shin and uh, in five, seven, eight, one. So allow the Father to seat you in divine alignment. It's a prayer that you can go and take and pray daily. It's a short, easy prayer. Father, seat me back in divine alignment. So we want to make sure that what's coming from out of our mouths is not only seasoned with love, but also with wisdom and purity. So, Father, I ask that right now in Jesus' name that you would teach us, that you would put the coals on our lips and have us to only see the things that you're saying and that we speak those things we're seeing that you are saying. That's also a part of what this decade is about. So we left the past decade and Chuck Pierce does such an excellent job about teaching us the Hebrew language and how to interpret times from a Hebrew mindset. And we left last decade of uh, 10 years of seeing. And now we begin to prophesy 
what we've seen in the last decade, but also what we're seeing now. Something else that Chuck Pierce has said is that the swamp, the swamp is being drained. That's why it looks like a mess, everybody, because swamps are messy. Um, so allow the father to get the mess out of us. Stop resisting. Stop denying. Stop kicking against the prick. Let the father get it out of you. Let him show you. Let him reveal it to you. Bring it to him. I, I'm just going to be a little transparent just for a second. I had a moment last night where I was like, that's why I have been saying this. That's why I have been doing this thing because you have brought this to my attention. So when the father is putting his finger on something, Connie Fisher taught me this years ago, when the father is put his putting his finger on something, it's the one thing. And that is what he's highlighting for you to get out of yourself or to get out of your city, your nation, whatever it is. But first he starts with you. And so many times we go on wild goose traces and rabbit hunts and winding trails, meandering labyrinths. And the father doesn't want all that. We're chasing aimlessly and senselessly. Sometimes we're going after fruit issues when the father is so strategic and he wants us, if you would just attack this root thing or do what I'm placing before you now, you would have success. So that's my encouragement to you today. And whatever you're speaking and whatever you're facing, what is the one thing the father is putting his finger on that he wants out of you? So again, the overarching themes for today in, in Proverbs 25 is dealing with pride, a superiority complex, but also how we're supposed to be speaking to one another. John Paul Jackson said this years and years, decades ago. He said, how we speak to each other is how we speak to God and how we listen to each other is how we listen to God. Some of us are very poor listeners and it marvels me that we get all these illustrious words and we have all this intel from God when we can't just shut our mouths and listen to our brothers or listen to our neighbors or listen to our clients or listen to the environments, listen to strangers. You're too busy talking and having the solution for everything, but God is telling you all this stuff. Hmm. That's something for you to take to him. Then at times on the opposite end, there are those of us who could be such good listeners to where we become passive and just too quiet, reserved and shy. And we're not moving and we're not engaging with other people because God is a speaking spirit and we have to position ourselves to speak. You see, this year is so contradictory. It's a paradox and you can get caught up in the paradox this year, and you can, I hate to say this, but this is scripture, you can stumble in your faith and your heart can grow cold and turn cold towards God because it's you're trying to figure things out in your own strength instead of letting the spirit anoint you and the father come in and give you that which you did not have, the nurturing, the caring, the tenderness of father who is the ox and father who is in this year. So Bring these things before God, allow him to speak to you and allow him to do in you what he wants. We're going to start with verses one through six. I'm reading from the Passion Translation. Now, these are Solomon's Proverbs that have been transcribed by King Hezekiah's scribes. 
God conceals the revelation of his word in the hiding place of his glory, but the honor of kings is revealed by how they thoroughly search out the deeper meaning of all that God says. This is one of my favorite scriptures. It's one of my life verses. I've said this through and through. I've said it throughout the catalog of my podcast. I've, I've said this on social media sites. If you've been with me in person and you've heard my teachings and preachings and all of these things, stop looking for people to spoon feed you. I'm definitely not going to spoon feed you because according to Revelation chapter five, we are kings and priests who have been commissioned by Yeshua in the earth. And also Yeshua tells us in the gospels that it is the matter. It is the it is the bread of the sons of God, of the heirs of God to know the mysteries. Stop whining and complaining and trying to have people tell you this and tell you that and go and search out the deep things of God yourself. Verse three, the heart of a king is full of understanding like the heavens are high and the ocean is deep. If you burn away the impurities of silver, a sterling vessel will emerge from the fire. That's what 2020 was about. It was about purging and getting the dross off of us the sting and stain of pride so that we can stand before him pure in 2021. But there's further cleansing. This is a cleansing year. Now, we want to make sure we're being washed ourselves or being purified ourselves. But now it's time to turn aside from the childish manners and it's time to get out of this is for me. This is about me. This is mine. I need this. And now we go out and extend that cleansing and that purification to others who are in need. We saw this on day 24 about being a savior, if you will. That's a part of what the scripture says in the Passion Translation, but being a deliverer for people. But first, we have to understand he's El Gabor. He's the mighty one. He's the deliverer. Then he transforms us into deliverers as we are transformed by the refining, by the purification process, and by being cleansed in him. Verse five, and if you purge corruption from the kingdom, a king's reign will be established in righteousness. Don't boast in the presence of a king or promote yourself by taking a seat at the head of the table and pretend that you're someone important. We talked about um, Isaiah twenty two twenty one in rapid fire series about what that looks like and about how God is moving and God is unseating and, and reseating and God let God put you and establish you and do these things in you. God established his servant, Eliakim. Let him establish you. Don't go ahead and take your birthright or take your platform out of sequence of God's timing. Again, ask him to seat you in divine timing. Father, I ask right now in the name of Jesus that everyone who has been uprooted and, and unseated out of divine alignment with you, your spirit, your presence, your power, your voice, your love, your sound judgment, your ways and faith. Now, let me let me touch on this. And, and this might need to be a whole different podcast episode. In fact, stay tuned because I'm going to make it one because we need to hear this. Listen, we don't just produce faith on our own. There's a different type of faith. There's faith and fear, but then there's earthly faith. Faith comes by hearing the word and the word is a spiritual thing. Holy Spirit has to produce faith in us and Jesus, who is the word, grants us and gives us faith. We get 
and receive our faith by the spirit of God and by Yeshua, who is the word. So we have to understand this, that we can't just aimlessly or senselessly have faith or believe that every time we think we're in faith, it's actually of the kingdom of God. You see, it's we're in such critical times that we have to understand the transparency. And that's because we're going back to a place of holiness or sanctification. There's about to be such a... Um, Chris Valentine said years ago, a moral revolution, but I'm going to say a resurgence of purification. And what I really mean by that is there's about to be an authentication, a returning of authenticity. That's really what it is. And authenticity includes sanctification, purification, and, and cleansing and all of these things. Morality, we've been reading in the 31 days of Proverbs how a lot of what wisdom does is causes us to be morally excellent and righteous. Now we have justification. We are in right standing with Yahweh because of Yeshua's death, resurrection, and ascension. And we're called by his name, saved by grace, and filled with the Holy Spirit. However, the spirit of wisdom causes us to walk in the paths of the ways of the wise and sends us ahead on the, the path of righteousness with the spirit of truth. But the spirit of wisdom, while we're justified in our righteousness because of Yeshua, when we wrap wisdom and we tie it around our neck, we wrap ourselves and close ourselves in wisdom, we will continue to walk in righteousness. It's a daily thing. It's not just, a, okay, I'm righteous because I'm justified. That's just getting by. That's going by unscathed. These are the people, these are the type of people who proclaim that and live their lives that way. And again, this is not being hypercritical, not pointing any fingers out, not saying anyone's better than, but God requires extravagant faith. We actually read that extravagant worship. We read about living a life of holy awe in Yahweh. We talk about that in the Proverbs. I believe it was in day 23 or day 24. We talked about how a proverb said that you will never be in poverty if you understand extravagant giving. God requires extravagance from us and the spirit of wisdom causes us to have extravagant righteousness when we tie it around our necks and we walk in wisdom. Now, all of that was free. Let's get back on with chapter 25. Verse 9, don't reveal another person's secret just to prove a point in an argument, or you could be accused of a gossip. You see, this is now how we're dealing with people. Earlier, we were talking about how we deal and how we receive from God. Now, the word used in these things are in reference to kings, and yes, it's actually about kings who are men and women, about humans, but also understand that allegorically it's about God. Now we're dealing with person-to-person -person lateral relationships. And you want to make sure that just, you see, I, I've been teaching on this and um, I've been ministering on Clubhouse. Those of you, there's an app called Clubhouse. Unfortunately, it's only available to those who have iPhones, but um, get on it and listen as you need to, as you're led by Holy Spirit. That's That's all I'll say. But a, a part of what I've been doing on Clubhouse is trying to bring a sanctification, again, an authenticity aspect to Clubhouse because it can get a little 
weird and, and out of bounds and out of the loop. And I was recently ministering on Clubhouse and I was sharing that the gift of distinguishing of spirits or spiritual discernment, and I think I've talked about this here as well, it's not just so you can have a leg up or a one up or you can lord over someone saying, I know this about you, I have this insight about you, na 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 boo 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 boo. That's not what that's about. The spirit uh, distinguishing of spirits and, and spiritual discernment is about I have this insight, regardless of how it comes. I have this revelation, regardless of how it comes. I need to intercede, pray about it, whether if it's for the raising up and benefit of the individual event, thing, city, nation, time, business, or if it's for the tearing down of something and something being replaced in its place, always pointing back to two things, love and and redemption. Do you understand that it's about, I have this insight, let me pray into it, let me pray about it, let me see love, let me see redemption, and let me act accordingly. It's never to be presumptuous to have a superior, to have a superior complex or to lord over someone that you know this about this person. And what scripture is telling us in verse 9, that leads to gossip. Now listen to verse 10. And you're going to gain a reputation for being one who betrays the confidence of a friend. Many of us don't have friends or many of us see relationship after relationship fail and fall because we're too busy slandering people and revealing the secrets that have been said in confidence of others to other people whom these people might not have any relationship, rapport or connection with or at the very least the individual whose secrets are being blabbed about and revealed, they didn't give permission to share these things. And even if they did, what are we talking about in these 31 days? We're talking about wisdom. If someone is sharing something with you, you got to have the wisdom. What do I do with this? How do I release this if I'm supposed to release this? Again, that's what spiritual discernment and distinguishing of spirits is about. I have this insight. Let me pray into it, pray about it, present it to the Father. Let me see how I can love this person, bring this person back to a renewal of love with the Father. And what is the redemptive purpose? That's it. Now, I'm speaking to the sons of God with this. We have got to stop betraying people. We've got to stop being gossips and we've got to stop slandering people when people come and share and reveal intimate secret things with us. It's not to expose these people as so to ashamed, uh, make them ashamed, to shame them or to condemn them. That's not the gift of prophecy. That's not spiritual discernment. That's not distinguishing of spirits, all which come from Holy Spirit, because these gifts that are from Holy Spirit are to profit and are to do what I told you distinguishing of spirits and spiritual discernment do. Bring people back to a renewal of love with Father. Allow the people to feel the love. You also feel the fervent love. You, listen, God's not giving you this stuff because he thinks you're all that in a bag of chips. God's not giving you this stuff because he wants you to have a big head. What did Paul say who had the biggest head out of all the apostles? He said knowledge puffs up. God's giving you this stuff as an invitation to love this person, love the event, see from the eyes of the father. And what is the redemptive purpose? Understand these things, people of God. It's time to win back these relationships that have been severed and lost and let there be reconciliation.
Verse 11, that leads us to what exactly this is talking about. When some words spoken at just the right time are as appealing as apples, gilded in gold and surrounded with silver. Now let's move on to verses 13 to 14. A reliable, trustworthy messenger refreshes the heart of his master like a gentle breeze blowing at harvest time, cooling the sweat from his brow. This is what wisdom does. Remember, we talked about introducing on day two that wisdom brings healing words. Wisdom brings anointing. Wisdom brings words that causes people to improve, be encouraged, and be better. Verse 14, clouds that carry no water and a wind that brings no refreshing rain. That's what you're like when you boast of a gift that you don't have. Now, we'll come back to that at a later time. Look for this in a different podcast segment. We'll come back to that at a later time. We're going to go to verse 18 and then we'll move to verses 20 through 23. Verse 18, lying about and slandering people are as bad as hitting them with a club or wounding them with an arrow or stabbing them with a sword. Listen to me. Slandering is rooted in witchcraft. Now you go back up to what we just read in verses 9 through 11. Every time we're gossiping, we're revealing other people's secrets that exposes them and their weak moments of weakness. It causes shame, disgrace, and condemnation to them. That's what verse 18 is talking about. You're going to be known as a betrayer, as someone who's untrustworthy. You're going to lose moral authority with people in your life and relationship. And you probably were sent to be a rebuilder, a restorer. Actually, that's what we're all sent to be who are sons of God. We can't have this dominion, this authority, this power to build and restore if we're steadily destroying and tearing down people. Hello, read the book of Hosea. That might help. Verses 20 to 23. When you sing a song of joy to someone suffering in the deepest grief and heartache, it can be compared to disrobing in the middle of a blizzard or rubbing salt in a womb. Is your enemy hungry? Buy him lunch. Win him over with your kindness. Father, teach us how. Your surprising generosity will awaken his conscience and God will reward you for your favor. Verse 23. As the north wind brings a storm, saying... Things you shouldn't brings a storm to any relationship. Wisdom with words. Teach us how. We'll close out with verse 25. Like a cool drink of water to a weary, thirsty soul, so hearing good news revives the spirit. This is what we should be speaking. This is the word that builds up. It edifies. It comforts. It consoles. That is prophecy by the spirit of God laced with wisdom understanding when and how to speak with love and with wisdom. Father, I pray that you would teach us how now. Holy Spirit, unite our spirits to fear the Father. Bring us back to a place to where we have such deep awe and reverence for God. Holy Spirit, bring that revelation knowledge along with the spirit of wisdom. Father, I thank you for loosing wisdom to us that we're growing and moving in wisdom. I pray you're blessed. I pray you're edified. I speak wisdom over you.